Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello there and welcome to this special edition of TV Black Box, the podcast. Uh, This week we're talking nothing but the seven upfronts. I'm joined by the head of programming from Channel 7, Angus Ross. Hello, Angus. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you, mate. Uh, Big important note for our listeners, we are recording this podcast before I've seen the big upfront presentation. I've seen the important information, but I haven't seen the sizzle yet. Roger that. You'll, okay. have a great, you'll have a great time this afternoon. I'm looking forward to it. Um, judging by everything I've seen, the big takeout for me seems to be a brand new free-to-air channel. Yeah, we've um, we've got a new uh, partnership with uh, NBC uh, that's delivering us a um, a new uh, multi-channel Seven Bravo that'll be um, we think uh, powerful both on broadcast but. Uh, particularly um, interesting for our um, for 7 Plus as well. We think it'll be uh, quite a, a driver for that. Uh, so very pleased. I've been I've complained to James Warburton for a couple of years now about being one multi-channel short versus our, our main competitor. So finally, <laughs> finally, thank you to James. He's, uh, he's delivered something to, uh, to even us up. I mean, as you, you would know, we have the... Uh, most powerful suite of multi-channels, uh, and this is just going to make it, um, you know, that much more powerful. Again, this is uh, this new channel is one that uh, really we're, we're kind of viewing it, if you like, as the um, as the female equivalent of uh, of mate, a real a real power uh, with uh, with women under under fifty. So yeah, very excited by uh, Seven Bravo and um, you know our bigger overall deal with um, with NBC. Great to be in partnership with them. Well, you know, another channel I think is just great. Uh, that's my big takeaway. What do you feel is the big headline coming out of the at the upfronts? Look, uh, along with Bravo, I, I think it's our um, you know our continued investment in a lot of uh, a lot of local content, and with particularly I think in in Q one we're coming out big with um, with Australian Idol, throwing a, a, a big proven format uh, up against Married at First Sight. Uh, so we're very um, very excited by 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 Q one. That's going to be the big. First salvo to watch, really, uh, as we see Australian Idol go up against Married at First Sight. Marsha Hines is back. When was that decision made? Marsha's uh, always been part of the show. Um, it, it's funny, uh, you know, a couple of people have, have asked me that and I've always said, you know, there was a, there was a lot of talk about our, our, our judging panel when it w- was released, but I always like to say, look, don't, 
you know, don't judge things based on one part of one show on one network. Uh, there was always more to reveal on this show. Um, but, yeah, we're very happy with how things uh, are sitting both with, with the judging panel and with the contestants on that show, and we're, we're delighted with Marsha as well. So have you seen any of the first uh, cuts of the auditions? Uh, I've just, I've seen just some some raw auditions. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. which is really encouraging because this show's really about those diamonds in the rough and um, and watching uh, you know people tran- that often overused word uh, a journey as people transform in, into <laughs> stars. Um, but the gr- best thing about this show is is bringing back live television and with this show as you very familiar with you you get to see more performances from um from these artists across across the across the series so we're really excited about um yeah bringing back live and finding some real undiscovered talent with this with this show but yeah it's a big swing for q1 but i think there's still like you know a lot of positive nostalgia um about this show I'm shocked Australian Idol hasn't been brought back earlier, to be honest. It's such a big brand, uh, a heritage brand in this country. Well, I mean, um, well, as I, you know, I, we, we, tried to, we tried to bring it back a couple of years ago, but yeah. COVID, kind of, um, COVID kind of crucified uh, those, uh, those plans and it was always one where, where we felt it, it, we have to come back with the live element of the show. I mean, it's interesting in the, in the US, you know, when, when Fox uh, cancelled cancelled the show and ABC then picked it up a couple of years later. It's now it's now ABC's most demographically rich rich show on the network. It's their number one show in 18 to 49s. Um, just finally uh, outpointed uh, Grey's Anatomy on their network. Uh, so, I mean, look, we're, we're very, very positive about it. We think it's a good counter-programming alternative in that Q1 versus uh, Maths and, and versus Survivor. Well... It's interesting you're doing something very different to Married at First Sight, uh, a dating show, although that's dating show on steroids and doesn't fit into the traditional bachelor type of dating show. Um, I, I, my take at the moment is that dating shows are off the boil. So I'm intrigued by what you're doing with Big Brother singles. What's the thinking with that? Look, um, I think we... Big, Big Brother is, is a show that's always um, skewed pretty young um, and the thinking behind You're it... saying I'm too old for it, Angus. <laughs> no, I knew you was young. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think so. So what we're, what we're doing with, the, with this cast is is really leaning further in, in, into that young skew. I've seen that. I've seen the cast and they're, fa- they're fantastic. I think we're going to get a lot of... Great content out of them. Very, very charismatic people. Not, not certainly not just a bunch of um, you know shallow airheads or anything like that. Uh, we're and that's really, good. Really, really pleased with with the cast. But the the show is the show is still the show is still Big Brother. I don't think you, you you're you're automatically thinking it's a. I wouldn't move it fully into the dating category. I'm a little concerned, I will be honest, when I saw the singles, uh, the application for singles. Yeah. Um, look, let's... Look, you know, the one thing I will say on Big, Big Brother mm. is um, I'll, be, I'll, be really, I'll be really interested to see how the, you know, the, 
the as live version goes in in the UK. That was my uh, next, next question. Next, next year, um, that is, uh, we couldn't due to the 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 schedules that we we had for to to produce this next series. Consider that, but you know, I'll be watching with interest because it's it's certainly something we would consider going going forward so okay uh, so this yeah. is an interesting point and i did want to ask about that and i probably spent too much time asking about big brother to be honest but let's just say <laughs> i like it you're passionate <laughs> <laughs> let's just say this season doesn't do great numbers or you know does on par with what it's been doing and big brother goes off in the uk with the back to the original format you would consider going and trying the yeah. live 24-hour turnaround yeah, I mean that would obviously have to be for calendar year twenty four, but of course, ab- absolutely would do it. So I'll, I'll be watching, um, watching with interest. I don't know if I'm hoping for success or failure <laughs> for your next series, mate. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, this the the um, the House of Love will be coming in the in the back half of. Um, of uh, calendar year uh, 23. I mean, obviously, we've got a bit of uh, flexibility with it because it will be on the, on the shelf and ready to go. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but be a back half um, play for us. And let's be honest, though, no matter how long, because I think shooting starts uh, at the end of this month, um, no matter how long they've got it, even if they've got a year to edit it, they'll still be doing it up until the last minute before it goes uh, to air. Yes, we know. You're, yes, you're, uh, <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> um, one I, just, of the big I just look at the delivery schedule. So, yes, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the big... Um, one of the big ones that you have poached, of course, is the TV Week Logie Awards. What was the thinking about behind Seven getting onto that one? Look, I think it was just you know uh, opportunistic. When we saw the we saw the ratings for it, we inquired uh, that it was it was free. It was a it was a free ball. So we 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 started chatting and took it. I mean, it's you, you have to say it's um you know it's a pretty good um night of ratings, yeah. pretty good night of entertainment. I mean, I know you've but you've been vocal in 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 saying that there's there's you know many many things that can be you know changed for that for the night of nights. And I think be vocal. But, I'm shocked. I'm shocked, <laughs> Angus. <laughs> so I think I think we're in in, in a grants. So I think we're, we're we're viewing it as an opportunity for a, a freshen up and a real celebration of Australian television. Um, you know, maybe maybe some maybe some new new categories as well um, to you know in, embrace the way that people are now watching things. Um, but no, no, we're re- really ex- really excited by it. But it was just. It, it was it was available, and we were surprised when it was available. So we, you know, we stepped in. Yeah, well, good on you. Um, I, I think a lot of people at Nine are sad to see it go. I'm interested to see what you guys do with it. Uh, do you know which state it will be in at the moment? Uh, not at this point. I think that's where I'm going. <laughs> yes, you do. You're not going to tell me. That's what I'll take from that. <laughs> where would you like it to be, Rob? Do you know what? Um, I actually don't mind because I think I think Melbourne traditional home has always had a good place there. Uh, it would be the industry is housed in Sydney, so it makes a lot of sense for it to be there. And the Gold Coast has provided a great venue. I thought the Logies last year 
on the red carpet at least, had a fantastic vibe because everyone was glad to be back. So I actually don't think it matters where it is. I'm just intrigued, Angus. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mm. all will be revealed soon. All right. I look forward to you giving the exclusive to TV Black Box. All right. True Crime is, uh, as always seemed to be doing well, you're bringing the Claremont murders to us. Yeah, uh, this is something that I... uh, been been on the boil for about I think four years or so, even before the case was solved. I, I, I first spoke to uh, Rory Callahan about do it, doing um, a um, a mini series on on this because it was, you know, out of um, I guess it was probably one of those last untold stories of of true crime that in, in Australia that hadn't been, um, you know, that a, a drama hadn't been been built around. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a while in in, in development. It's finished shooting. Um, I just watched uh, episode one uh, last week. I'm seeing episode two this week. It's it's really fantastic. It's very sensitively dealt with, um, but it's you know it was Australia's I think longest longest running unsolved serial killer killer mm. case. And I always find it fascinating. Um, you know the police work involved in 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 trapping these people and. And hunting them down, and as they narrow narrow the focus, it's um it's it's a it's a rip roaring ride, and obviously so a very, is, is very that tragic a, story. Is that a um document docu- documentary series, or is that a scripted a drama. drama? Scripted yeah. drama, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So from screen time, yeah, fantastic. So that'll um that'll come next year. Yep. And Million Dollar Island, how is production going on that? There was a bit of a delay uh, for a couple of issues. Yeah, there have been some pre-production issues on that one. Uh, it has been slightly delayed. It's still delivering when we require it for um, for next year. I'm excited about this concept. This is so am I. Um, a, a huge concept. I, I love it. Um, I, I So there's... One million dollars up for grabs. Correct. Everyone has a ten thousand dollar band, don't they? Yes. How do they get those bands? Can you rip it off them? Can you? <laughs> or is it a series murder, of challenges? Murder people. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are there there are, are, are various challenges, various ways to win these bands, and when you lose your band, you are off 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 the island. Um, you know, there are some some challenges where one person might be eliminated. There are some challenges where a whole lot of people might be right. eliminated. But no, we're we're really excited about it. Eureka have done a lot of work on the on the format to uh, adapt it for for this for this market because we're rolling the format out quite differently to you know how the, how the show was done in the Netherlands. Um, but we're we're really happy with the the place that it's in, and, and yeah, we're. Um, we're excited to get get going. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Not it. Um, you bring back comedy with We Interrupt This Broadcast. Uh, we haven't seen 
comedy for a long time on Australian television, really. No, we've, uh, yeah, we interrupt this broadcast. It's being made by uh, uh, Helium, uh, Mark Fennessy. And, um, yeah, it's it's just trying to... It's trying to look at some different things to run at seven thirty rather than the the you know the total reliance on on strip reality. I know yes. you. I know you. Yeah, there. I, hey, I, man, after my own heart. There you go. <laughs> uh, that, that, so so we're we're trying a couple of different different things like that. It's 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 also you know the old the old rule: put on what what's what's not on. Um, yes. And you know, comedy is always going to be subjective, but we think with you know. 30 to 40 uh, sketches per show, you know, you just, you're on to the next thing before, before you know it. So you're going to find something to give you a laugh. But again, that, that'll be coming in Q1. We think it's interesting, again, counter-programming against uh, maths, against, you know, Survivor slash Doghouse, whatever, whatever 10 are going to be running. Um, and just, yeah, trying, trying something, something a bit different. It's the same thinking um, behind uh, the 1% Club, uh, which is the UK comedy quiz format that uh, Jim Jeffries is hosting for us. Um, just Great. trying different things um, to try and, try and break up the, you know, the reliance on, on strip. Which I think is fabulous, genuinely, because uh, it's getting to that point where we really rode the wave of, of reality TV at 7.30. Um, it, it doesn't seem to be doing the job anymore unless it's uh, something that really connects with viewers. So I commend you for trying things differently. Um, I have advocated that 10 should move their 8.30 programming to 7.30 to give themselves a chance. Have you yep. been paying attention in Gogglebox? Could be star performers at 7.30. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I, you know, I know, I know you've you've discussed it extensively on your shows. I mean, if I, you know, if I had if I had the money, I'd love to be doing you know a lot more you know nine nine pm programming, trying uh-huh. trying <laughs> trying 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 different things. But you know, it's a it's a it's a balance across all of our all of our content from the entertainment content to news to sport. Um, you know, we have to. We have, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd always ask for more money, but we have to. We're obviously we're a we're a business. We have to operate within certain certain parameters, and and we do do the best with with what we've got. Of course, and obviously, though, if the if it does change where reality is, and if you're not having to do as much reality because you're doing different things at seven thirty, how far would you like original programming to go into the night each night? Like, would you would you like to get to nine thirty? Would you like to get to ten thirty? Would you like to have a stable place for the latest? What's your feeling about that? Um, look, I, I I think you. <sighs> Probably that that po- well that that traditional post reality shot slot, whether it's eight eight thirty or, or nine o'clock. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's probably um, you know sustainable to be doing local stuff beyond that, unless you were looking at a uh, you know a a chat show of of, yeah. of 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 some of some sort, say at, at ten o'clock or something yeah. like that. Um, you, you, Do you know, think there's it, a market for that in this country anymore? Of that, or have those days gone? I don't know. I mean, you would, you know, go and <laughs> you, you'd you'd need a, a pretty big personality, I think, to mm. to be able to 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 hold that. And it's and um, yeah, I, I, you know, a lot of those. You know, if people tend to work across different mediums and things as well. If somebody, I'm just 
probably making things up now, but if it was somebody from radio or that sort of thing, you know, they're probably a lot of people, you get paid so much money on radio that I want to do, do, do television. Um, but That's becoming the hard thing, isn't it? Because yeah. um, the the finances are different compared to radio and television because yeah. radio is very, very different. talent-driven where all the money is up front in the personalities, whereas yeah. television, it takes a lot more people to get ideas to fruition. Absolutely right. And, and, you know, at the moment in the Australian market, the the inflationary pressures on on productions are, are, are pretty extreme um on on um across all aspects of of producing so um we've got to kind of try and manage that as well but yeah your your, your buck is certainly not going further at present um I, I just want to touch on animals abroad with dr harry dr harry's back we all love yeah. dr harry uh, this is dr. a series harry. about transporting animals around the country around the world is it yeah yeah it's from uh fr- it's from beyond <laughs> look i uh I, I love animal shows i think that's, that's on uh, uh on the record that is on the record yes <laughs> <laughs> um so so no, it, it, it's yeah, it's a, it's a it's a cute little show um, about um, you know kind of weird and wonderful uh, animal uh, transportation issues. You don't you know that you don't think particular particularly with with now the world firing up again with with, with COVID. But you you know there's there's so much transportation of animals like between the UK and Australia and that and that sort of thing. It just gives an insight into that that world and the you know the heartwarming reunions and 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 that sort of thing. So. Yeah, just a different different take on animals. Yeah, always good to have Dr. Harry back. Yeah, yeah, um, right. Streaming, BVOD. Yeah. Where are we up to with that? What's happening on the 7 Plus? There's uh, a bit of, in, in what I'm seeing in the releases, um, there's a bit going on there. You're trying to carve out your own special place, um, but there are some big announcements you're making today. Yeah, well, we, we've we've touched on we've touched on NB on NBC. So mm-hmm. um, you know, along with the um, the Bravo content, there's also going to be a lot of the traditional um, NBC drama content now available on um, on Seven Plus. We're getting access uh, for for broadcast also to the NBC network series and also cable series. Um, and their movies and and so forth as well. So it's a, a big NBC package that we're really you know we're really happy to be back in partnership with them and them and you know maintaining a content pipeline. It, it's interesting with this, this US the US uh, stuff. I, I know you guys talk about it a fair bit. Like why you know why why are they running these shows at nine o'clock or, or or that sort of thing? The the, the overnights never paint the full picture of, of this sort of programming they, they consolidate massively over, over the seven days both both on pvrs but particularly streaming and on the on the streaming side on nearly all these shows we've got all the previous seasons as well so it just it just drives but the, the key is it's a driver to seven plus in yeah. most instances these series and obviously they're they're still they're cost effective from a um, you know versus versus local production and that's all all part of the balance but it's absolutely key to have pipelines to these US series both current and library along with your tentpole programming that of course drives drives um, a lot of minutes onto 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 BVOD but maintaining you know 
cost-effective programming pipelines to high-end US drama series and so forth is really vital. So that's what we've done with this deal. Seven Plus, could it ultimately become a paid-for streaming service? Is that the migration or will it just remain free and do what it does as an extension of free-to-air TV? Look, it, it will It will always uh, remain a BVOD service, but I, I wouldn't rule anything out with future partnerships mm. and how that, how that service may evolve. I, I ask that question because obviously... Um, the, the, you know, people look at what's going on and we see 10 has Paramount Plus, 9 has Stan, and it, it literally just occurred to me the other day thinking about it that you don't necessarily, from Seven's point of view, need to start a whole new streaming service. But, of course, there are rumours about uh, Peacock and Seven, uh, if you want to reveal anything here on TV, Black Box Angus? No, no I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything to, to, to reveal. You know, we, we, are, in, we are in partnership uh, with NBC and we're excited to see where that goes over the, mm. um, over the, next, the next few years. But my point um, that I was getting to before that cheeky side uh, <laughs> tangent was that um, there is no reason why 7 Plus can't just develop into that space. You don't need a new brand to do it. What do you mean? To, to become a paid-for streamer. I, I think you would... Uh, I don't think you could turn 7 Plus into a paid-for streamer with, without um, a massive US content pipeline accompanying it. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Understand yeah. that makes perfect sense. Um, for from uh, just before we wrap up, Angus, the upfronts is mainly about advertisers. Yes, the media love to get to see what's going on and get an insight. But what is your message to the advertisers at these upfronts? Why are they choosing Seven? Look, Seven uh, will be number one in 2022, and of course, we're aiming to be number one again. In 2023, uh, we're always aiming for uh, more consistency across our schedule, and we think we have a bunch, along with our returning uh, tent poles, a bunch of really exciting new formats uh, that are going to resonate with um, with audiences. So trust well, us, we're going to grow. <laughs> and trust of course, us, that's... seven Bravo. Finally, finally, equal footing. You seem very pleased about the Seven Bravo, and I did start off with that. So we've come full circle. Uh, well, well, look, the thing is, with with that Bravo content, it it, it strengthens Channel Seven and it weakens the competitor. So it's win win. Absolutely. All <laughs> right. Well, congratulations uh, on on everything that's coming. I'm really intrigued about what you're doing at seven thirty. I think you, um, there's some really good ideas that's happening there, and. You're taking risks, you know. Uh, we know sketch comedy is a risk, and so okay. I. It's, and it's and it's always look, at our schedule. Yeah, you know, it's always going to be a, a balance of of of, of proven and uh, and and new formats. That it's it's all about managing that risk. At, you know, as we've seen, if you just if you start just start barrel, barreling into launching new formats on the assumption they're going to work, you can end up in big trouble very, very quickly. It's hard. New formats are hard to launch. Um, and, and, you know, if, if suddenly you've got new formats five nights a week and none of them are working, you, you're in a world of pain.
Mm, absolutely. Well, good luck tonight, although by the time everyone hears this, it will have happened. So I hope it went well for you. Right. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. And uh, the TV Black Box podcast will return to normal next week. Angus, thanks for your time. Thanks, Rob. Talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.